today's topic, which is blocks behind self-love. So let's start with the, the healthy definition of what self-love is. And, and that would be for me to have conscious awareness and to care about your well-being, to care about your health, to care about your happiness and to care about your emotional, physical and psychological needs. And also to have that refined line to actually also recognize it because it is our inability or that block that challenge to recognize what they are that causes us to fail to really go out and create what it is that we need in order to create also an environment that's healthy for us where we can thrive and where our relationship with ourselves can grow in a healthy and safe way now what is our definition of self-love today right Right now, in my opinion, from what I've seen with my clients and students and people that I just talk to, is that an honest answer is that for me, I see it as being a reflection now of our past relationships and how we allowed people to treat us in the past. And now I'm actually going to dive right into self-awareness as, as this along with our relationship with ourselves is actually really incredibly important. It is in the absence of self-awareness that we continue to play our patterns, destructive coping mechanisms, and also our in our life, which is an end result of how we were treated in the past. Now, past interactions and also mistreatments were accepted because during that time you didn't have a higher definition or perhaps a better or healthier reference point of what it should be like, what it should feel like. And so when I say reference point, I actually mean is like the starting point of what something should be or feel like that is positive, that is healthy for you to go back to, to recognize that, well, someone treats me badly, you recognize that, don't just accept it. So when something has been part of your life from an early age, then it becomes part of your foundation, right? So if caretakers, for example, mean like people who look after you when you were, you know, when you, when you were young or when they were responsible for your well-being and the way that they treated you in ways that made you perhaps feel rejected, that made you feel abandoned and then also isolated, then this feeling will become part of your life's foundation. And it also forms part of your character and what we start to associate with our identity and what we feel worthy of. So self-compassion also plays a tremendously big role, right? If this was not shown to you, then your reference point for this could most likely be very destructive and also very unhealthy. So here we also show the amount of compassion towards ourselves the same way that it was shown to us. Now, for example, my mom gave me a lot of space, in a good way, with discernment, of course. But she gave me space and time to make mistakes. And she also demonstrated compassion towards me when I did make mistakes. And this also helped me to be okay with making mistakes and to not beat myself up when I failed because I knew constructive criticism would come from her, that she would hold the space for me to just explore my flaws, to explore my weaknesses. So I realized also that it's because of this that I was able to show myself more compassion when I made a mistake and I didn't have a fear of getting something wrong and I didn't care about the negative feedback when I made mistakes. 
Now, of course, it doesn't mean that I was numb to it. It doesn't mean that, that I didn't, that I ignored feedback that came if I did make a mistake. The point that I'm trying to make is that the, the feedback that did come, it didn't make me feel vulnerable. It didn't make me feel like my world is falling apart. My sense of core strength still stood strong. Now, of course, I had other areas and aspects of my life where I felt weak, where I felt vulnerable. But in this specific instance, it was very solid and strong because of my mom. Right. So because I gave that compassion also to myself first when I made a mistake. And I was also not looking for that compassion somewhere else or from someone else because it was healthily developed in me which means no one had the power to make me feel shameful, for example, for exploring my creativity and also my opinion. Now, in the absence of compassion, you will also perhaps you might find and from what I've observed as well, have less kinder approach to yourself, right? And you will most likely treat yourself the way that you were treated at times when you yourself, as I said earlier, needed compassion. Right, when compassion needed to be demonstrated to you. Now, when compassion was not shown to you at times when you needed it, the feeling of shame is then born and is now brought into your psyche and it forms part of what you think you are worthy of as this now has a ripple effect into your future, into your future dynamics, even as far as the way that you achieve your goals and the way that you express your talents. Because this shame is what holds you back from taking action to really truly fulfill your dreams and your goals and to embrace who you are as an individual. And it also affects your ability to be and feel connected to your gifts, your talents, your worth and how you fit into society. Now it also affects the kind of relationships that you attract, right? If you feel shameful, then this emotion tends to be very subtle. And for us, it normally translates as anxiety, especially if you cannot identify the shame, you cannot name the shame. Now, if with this anxiety now and then that comes up, of course, instinctively, in most cases, not all, some of us fight, some of us hide, right? So if you're a hider, then you probably just want to hide and avoid certain projects or people and circumstances. And if you become defensive, then of course, you might be overly sensitive and overly reactive to people and circumstances in your life. Now, in most cases, we are just aware of the symptom of shame and not necessarily always the emotion itself as the emotion can be destructive and emotion stressful to feel. And we are, of course, now designed to avoid emotional discomfort. But then again, the coping mechanisms that we form to avoid emotional discomfort causes their own problem and long term dysfunction, which takes us back to what we are used to feel and what we are also familiar with, which is emotional discomfort. So now you can start to see how the law of attraction works. And that is the unconscious thought that you hold when all that you need is compassion and also love. Then your frequency will be a match to people that will make you feel shameful about yourself, your life, your values, and also your opinions. Now, consciously, you only energize a positive thought for so long. And it can also even be harder to hold a positive thought 
of course with the intention you know to manifest a positive thought in this case however the more trauma and stress and negativity you have associated with a positive thought the harder it will be to hold that thought as the more you energize the perceived positive thought the more it will trigger the unconscious mind to go look for associations related to this positive thought so now you have the trauma associated with this positive thought and what happens you actually unconsciously energize the old negative experiences associated with the very thing that you want and i mean who wakes up every morning you know thinking that they want to attract as many emotionally unavailable people as possible we don't do that right no one does that but this also shows you who is in charge and that is the unconscious mind now the good news is that you don't have to be a victim of your biological makeup and cognitive functioning right because this is just the way that it programmed itself based on your past and prior experiences in life and also your associations with love which is a result of your interactions with people influential people at times when all that you needed was love whether you were conscious of it or not right because remember everything that has been programmed can also be unprogrammed and that is exactly what i will help you with also during the self healing online course in my premium membership site that you can find on the home page of the website you can find access to it over there and you can always find more about that on i would also like to touch base on what i said earlier in the beginning of this talk you know when i said that your relationship with yourself is a mirror reflection of how people treated you i want to make it clear that i'm not saying that it's your fault allowing people to mistreat you right because this could actually could have happened at a very early stage in your life which means that you had no control over how you were loved you had no control over how you were treated and interacted with now what is important to know is that the more you you were interacted with in positive ways such as eye contact communication physical touch the more your limbic system would have been stimulated resulting in a healthy development of your emotional brain which is exactly what the limbic system is right that's our ability to bond that's our ability to love that's our ability to feel connected now this part of the brain also holds long term memories and it is in this part of the brain that we also have the capacity to develop neurogenesis which also means that when epfn hormones that are released that can cause new neural pathways to grow and also for existing neural pathways to change and heal and to become strengthened or weakened which is called neuroplasticity so when your emotional brain has not been stimulated enough during your childhood these sections can become understimulated and what that would look like for example will take the form of social anxiety shyness avoiding communication also avoiding people who like to physically interact a lot of people's language for love is physical touch and that might be something that makes you feel very uncomfortable or it could be that you overly crave that you need that because that part of the, because that development in the limbic system that stimulation for that has not been stimulated enough Now the beauty of the brain is that we can stimulate the emotional brain again to grow more and to heal and from from all the absence of stimulation right as a result from your childhood. You don't necessarily need people now to have eye contact with or to communicate with or to have physical contact with. You can actually do this for yourself, right? You can do this for yourself during this process even right now if you want. Like for example when you brush your hair or when you brush your teeth in the morning 
and you stand in front of a mirror, look at yourself, acknowledge yourself, look yourself in the eye and observe your face, make eye contact with yourself and, then, and know that when you look back at yourself, what you see is in how it makes you feel is a result of absence of love and affection and also clear communication from your childhood and what you feel right now is also a reflection of your unconscious mind that is that has now reacted right it's reacted when during the times when you need for comfort was not met adequately and that inadequacy is now reflecting in you towards yourself right what you actually are feeling is how you reacted to someone else's inadequacy and you made that person's inadequacy your own emotion. You accepted their inability to react and to respond as your own, right? So now I invite you to perhaps realize that this deep internal expression is a reflection of someone else's emotional unavailability. It never had anything to do with you. You can also learn so much more about this topic in my premium site that I mentioned earlier, right? So you, where you will also be taken through a healing session to heal your self-love and to heal your center point, to heal your self-image. And together we will also heal, neg heal negative associations that you have with yourself, right? Heal your past and heal moments in your childhood that made you feel inadequate and rewrite your history with self-love and also build a new relationship with yourself, right? Are you ready for change? Because in this premium site, we have countless of healing courses that you can do in the privacy of your own home. And we will walk and I will walk and talk you through these powerful healings at any given moment in time that you need it. And also, just on a last note, you can also go to my Loving Yourself Healing Meditation that's free on my YouTube channel under the Meditations Playlist. So until next time, be the light that you are.